0: Welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Danny Cola Pietro. Danny Cola, for short, that's where it came about, right? Who's going to say Cola Pietro? Nobody. Nobody says it right to this day, but it's all right. Welcome to the show. On this episode, I talk Steel Mace, and I talk the benefits of Steel Mace because it's a tool that's been impacting my life regularly. It's been impacting my client's life, right? The way that we use it as a corrective tool, the way we use it to express ourselves in movement, movement patterns, the way it brings out our imbalances and strengthens those imbalances—it's uh, interesting. So I would like to reach out to people like Serena Beattie. We get to talk to her today on the podcast uh, at Steel Mace Gypsy on Instagram. Got acquainted with her via Instagram because she knows how to move well with that mace and she knows a lot about it. So I wanted to talk to her about the practice. And we had a great conversation, it was awesome. She's a great trainer, great person, and I look forward to crossing paths with her in the future. I hope you guys enjoy this conversation just as much as I enjoyed having it. Now, before we get this podcast started, I wanna take a few minutes to mention a couple ways that I optimize physically and mentally throughout the day. Uh, And that's by drinking some coffee when I first wake up, specifically action coffee. It's how I fuel my lifestyle getting quality coffee from Antigua Guatemala in my French press the way I like to do coffee uh, it's fantastic it gives me that spark for the day feel really good Uh, action coffee is where it's at if you want to try some action coffee go to www.drinkaction.com right now and uh, use promo code Danny at checkout get 12% off your order of action coffee MCT infused coffee I mean that's it's phenomenal it's great. Awesome packaging. Try it right now. Other ways I optimize me- mentally and physically. Uh, I take formula nootropics, formula nootropic stacks. Uh, it helps me focus. It helps me get into flow state. I'm so big on getting into flow state now. Obviously, other factors play a role like I'm I'm regularly getting seven, eight hours of sleep. I'm exercising, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good with the work that I do. Uh, so there's a lot of things that contribute to that, but these nootropics really get me into flow state every day, really feeling fluid and good and uh, optimistic about situations that kind of unfold. So go to get my right now and use promo code Danny fitness at checkout to get 20% off your order. Finally. Uh, something I use to kind of optimize mentally and and get my my nervous system in a parasympathetic state is uh, CBD and I use wellvibe CBD. So go to www.wellvibesorganic.com right now and use promo code Danny at checkout and you get 20% off your first order and that's you know tincture form that's balm form that's capsule form and they even have CBD treats for your dog. How about that? All right. Without further ado, guys, enjoy the show. The Steel Mace Gypsy, Serena Beattie. Uh, here's where I want to start out with, because this happened to me yesterday. I uh, I play flag football with a handful of alpha males. Okay. And um, I'm posting a bunch of Steel Mace videos and a bunch of mo- mobility videos that I'm really like high on right now. I'm really interested in. And uh, it's not being perceived well amongst some of my friends. They're they're busting my balls a little bit, which is natural for guys to you know do that to each other and anyone anyway. anyway. Um, but how do you um, how do you deal with somebody who is just totally negative on what's really benefiting your life and your fitness right now when it comes to steel mace work?
1: You know that's a great question. It's something that um, especially someone that essentially dances with the mace. Um, yeah. I, I face a lot and um, a, I always try to keep a positive mindset. Um, the thing, a bit of a mantra that I uh, have come up with is um, don't, um, don't hate the haters. They just don't feel it yet. You know, forgive them um, for yeah, one. you know, that's, absolutely. that's part of it is, um, you know, people look at it and they, they tend to scoff at it. And the easiest way to do it is put them through a workout. I'm like, why don't you try it? And, you know, and it and it kind of puts them into a little bit of a corner because it's like, what are you afraid to try a workout with ten pounds if you think it's so easy? Like, why won't you do it? You know? Can I tell you something? <laughs> yeah. I think,
0: I think that I've run into plenty of alpha males who have the opportunity to mess around with it, uh-huh. and then like right away they shy away from it, just completely ignore it. It's kind of funny. Yeah. It's almost like, no, I'm I don't need that shit. I'm too macho. You know
1: right and, uh, right try to
0: play it off but at the same time they're a little afraid to be like maybe I'm gonna look like an idiot <laughs> using that thing
1: yeah I mean and that's and that that's gonna be that's gonna be part of the process is like there's gonna be a little bit of a humbling experience behind it and and that's totally okay you know the Mesa still I mean it's old but it's it's come it's new again you know it's this thing that um is gaining notoriety and it and it needs some more time to gain the respect that it deserves. Um, and you know, for me being a huge steel mace advocate, this is just part of the process. You know, and I don't, okay. I don't really get too pissed off about it anymore. Yeah, um, I
0: agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. I, the, you know, I know he was just busting my balls, and he's a really smart yeah. trainer uh, that he, you know, he was talking about it. Uh, but it, it's ironic. He was like, "Dude, I train like n- like nightclub owners and high end CEOs." <laughs> <laughs> they don't have that much time, and I was thinking to myself, it's like, it's like they just want to work out for twenty minutes as hard as possible and then be done. And yeah. I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, that's exactly what what would happen if you worked out with a mace
1: exactly you know? in and out, one and done, you know, um it's
0: funny, but like uh, I, I I choose not to like. Again, he bust, bust my balls. I choose right. not to like uh, engage in that and try to pick a side here because I think exactly. you know, just like just like religion and just like nutritionism, like we 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 tend to like go in our our. What we what we identify with, I do a keto diet, I'm a yogi mm-hmm. or a vegan diet, and I just yeah. run. Like we do the same thing with the way we exercise. I just power lift, I do barbells, I'm just a yogi, I'm just a steel mace connoisseur, I just work with the kettlebell. We compartmentalize. And I, I wanna get to a point where it's like, hey, all these tools when in working together can really optimize your physique and your mind, you know?
1: Most definitely. And that's actually um something that I I, I tend to sit down with myself and have lots of conversations with myself. It's really great. And sometimes we get into arguments and then we don't talk for a while. <laughs> but, You're talking um, about
0: the conversations you have with yourself?
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is amazing. No, no, this is perfect direction to go into. Break break down a little bit and peel back like what that's like. That I mean, that's a self-reflection piece right there. That's a yeah. form of meditation. That's like uh that's growth taking place in the in the present moment. Break down like your protocol when it comes to having conversations with yourself and how do you reevaluate things?
1: Yeah. So like, for example, you know, when I think about when I had the conversation with myself of the steel mace and how do I want to, I'm in a potential leadership role and I am someone that people, um, look to and tend to, um, look up to you know? And so I had the conversation of a, what do I want to do with this role? And B, how do I want to approach people with the mace? And, um, so I looked at it in all aspects. I looked at the steel mace, not just a steel mace flow because there's so many different genres, if you will, or styles, uh, um, of how to swing a mace. And I think that's beautiful. And so I said, okay, you know, the one thing that, um, On it Preaches, one of their five pillar principles is unity and diversity. And so I took that to heart and said, that is what I want to exemplify because that was exemplified for me, you know, and if I am in a leadership position, I would want to do the same. I would want someone to be able to come to me open and open-minded and, you know, a little bit vulnerable and let them know that, hey, it's okay if you want to swing heavy mace or if you want to swing light mace. Um... And just be that person that teaches, but let's teach them foundation first. You know, let's, yeah. la- let's get you a solid base ground. Let's make sure you are uh, mobile and you're strong and you understand your structure and go from there. You know, so really for me, it's, um, I, I have a process of depending on, depending on what it is, you know, I allow myself to. If it's if it's a challenging situation I allow myself to feel everything about it you know get angry get mad get sad go and go for a run and let it out or you know think all the bad thoughts because we know we have them right like if for you're sure. man that that mother that mother trucker he pissed me off and I'm gonna you know you can go down that rabbit hole there sure. you could go down that rabbit hole very far sure. but um for me understanding that I come from a um, a background of having a really bad temper and anger, I know that I can't compartmentalize it. I can't shove it down. Otherwise it just blows up, you know? So I take a second or I, I take a moment, um, or make time for myself to allow all that to come in and just let it out. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll sit there and yell in my car or say all the things out loud or write them down or sometimes all of it, you know? And then I go, okay, we've gotten that out of the way. Whew. Now that's what pretty, are you? Gonna
0: uh, do? Yeah, that's pretty self-aware, man. That's that's yeah. very. Uh, it's awesome. I think that's great that you share that because people need to hear that. And you know, like you say, you have to acknowledge all the emotion. You know, kind of keep it and and try to understand it and harness it, and then kind of behave in a certain way. Uh, you know, not too much emotion, uh, a, a bias emotion, if you will. So yeah,
1: well, that's the beauty. Here's the thing: we're human, and and understanding really what humanity is is imperfection and imperfection isn't a bad thing it's actually a very beautiful thing because it allows us to evolve and it allows us to grow so embrace that and don't feel bad for having these feelings embrace the feelings and understand them and then move forward from them
0: yeah it's 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 a lot of work being comfortable with that you know, yeah, it's like, a lot wait, what, of work
1: being comfortable with uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Cause what you were just saying, like you made it sound so easy and I, I'm I'm with you. You know, like I'm like I, I try to love the moments and the good and the bad and everything and enjoy the process, but that takes like I I'm getting to a point right now where that's like really flow for me. But yeah, that, that takes time to, to build up. And you know, uh, when we try to like you know, part of the the the, the reason I do this podcast is to kind of help people with that and talk about that because we're all more alike than we are different and like how like how do you get comfortable getting uncomfortable like what do you think steel mace work and unconventional methods and mindset training and breath work have helped you deal with that kind of thing and be more present
1: most definitely all of it you know it's it's not oh one thing helped me that was the thing that saved me i mean all of it tends to it seems to revolve around the maze because it's like ever since I picked up this tool, it's like I've had so much evolution and it's completely opened up a different world to me. You know, I mean, it's it's the same world, but it's a different little facet of it that like I never knew. I had no idea about mantras or about how uh, my self-talk was really affecting my life or, you know, um just like everything that on it represents the unconventional fitness training. Like I thought I had to go to a gym and lift dumbbells all day and get under a barbell or, you know, there's just so many different ways of fitness and so many different ways of looking at it. Like my love of fitness has increased tenfold because of the mace, because I understand that I can work out, I can work out my body and my mind at the same time. Like I don't swing a mace for, muscles. Does it do I have I gained a hell of a lot of muscle and strength and mobility from the mace? Absolutely. And I use it um as a corrective exercise tool. Like that yeah. the the thing with the mace is there's so many different levels to it. It's it all you have to do is ask yourself the question, what am I trying to attain with this piece of equipment? And then go from there. You know, for me with um with my relationship with the 10 pound mace, that's a lot of it is mental. And a lot of, a, a lot of it is, um, the energy that I put off. I've always told people that if you really want to get to know me or see who I am, watch me flow because I am extending, um, my energy out and I am fully myself and expressing myself when I'm flowing with the 10 pound mace, pretty cool. you know? And so, um, yeah, all of it together. I mean, I call the 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 mace practice that I have is meditation in motion. You know,
0: that's very really cool. Uh, I I could totally agree with that. I uh, so when I do my flows, and mm-hmm. everyone everyone does them differently. I like yeah. doing uh, I like doing them to different songs.
1: So mm-hmm.
0: you know, I say like a seven <laughs> minute song would be very advanced if you're doing a seven minute flow just constantly moving but right. that's one of my favorite things to do just put on a song and just keep on moving with the song and just kind of see how the song makes you feel and what moves kind of come out of you how, yeah. how do you do your flows or anything that you like to, to practice specifically
1: um there's a couple different ways i do it um it, the the song is definitely a top thing you know i i cr- i like I create playlists for my classes and a lot of times the playlists that I create for my classes that I teach um for black swan yoga are the ones that I flow to and um some of them are a little bit more emotionally based some of them are um you know I want to go at a faster pace or I want to move slow and like the concentric motions and things like that um you know when a lot of people put down flow because you're only doing you, know, you, you they see the flow and they're like oh you're only using your right side you're only using your right side it's like well you miss the point then of flow um, but you can you can totally flow and be, keep it synchronized as far as left, right? You just keep that little thought in your mind and while you're flowing and bam, there you go. Um, flow state doesn't necessarily mean, you know, that you have to dance with something either. Like flow is, like you said, flow is different for every single person out there. Personally, I think it's an amazing feeling to flow, if you will, with a heavier weight. Um, it's a different feeling and th- and all that all flow really is is a, it's a state of mind you know yeah. you are tapping fully into your body into your proprioceptive self and you're becoming essentially one with this tool you're owning and controlling the space that you are within you know
0: now do me a favor and let's relate that to how you feel when you're in in motion for the day like when you're doing your, your classes or training clients does that transition does that flow state kind of transition to your day-to-day as well
1: for sure absolutely so i mean it's it's a state of mind it's uh, transient hypofrontality is the the term that I have found, because I've done research on flow state. um, And they talk about like micro and macro flow state. So you can have a micro flow state when you're tapping into work. And I definitely know that uh, I have that I'm tapping into some sort of uh, flow state when I'm teaching for sure. I don't even like to uh, record in class anymore, like with my with my phone and like record my people doing what they're doing, simply because I'm so invested and so focused on what I'm doing. You know, that um
0: But you know, it's interesting because we were definitely in flow state with that with that conversation there because right? you're, talking, <laughs> dude, you're talking about how you're talking about how you you're when you're in class you don't like picking up a phone. I mean, even though it's part of the business, yeah. you don't want to let it infiltrate your state of mind, right? Because you yeah. said flow is the state of mind. You're doing your thing. You're stepping out of your body. You're just kind of going at your own will because it's where your true passion meets your life work. And it's, it's a beautiful thing because I can totally relate. I feel that same way during my day when I'm teaching mm-hmm. my classes and clients and coaching and podcasting. It's the greatest feeling. And I think there's something to, and maybe you could attest to this with some of your research on flow. State. I think the more as humans we can tap into that flow state, the healthier and long, and much longer life we can live.
1: Absolutely, you know, and um, you know, movement is medicine. I uh, that's something you'll hear Leo say, and it's something that I wholeheartedly back up because, you know, I've had so many instances in my life where I've turned to drinking or I've turned to like, dep- I, like depression is definitely been something that I have struggled with. And, you know, with the mace, it's like, I know when I'm upset or if I have a bad day, I can go and pick up my mace. It's always there. And I yeah, have this beautiful practice. Yeah. You know, and then I get, I get to, I can still wake up in the morning. I feel fine. I feel great. And it's the same with like teaching. Like I love to teach. I love to, it's another on a pillar principle is give to empower And that one, it was, um, part of one of my goals this year was I want to give and give to empower because someone gave to me, someone gave me this gift called, uh, movement, a movement practice and, um, gave me some education. And now I have this wonderful life where I've learned so much about myself, so much about how to operate as a more optimal human, a coach, a partner. Um, and I get to. Give all that to other people. The you know the great thing about education, what we intake and what we learn, um, we can turn around and give it to somebody else, and you know be that, be that fire, be that or be that spark that starts another person's fire. You know, for me, it started um, with Leo as my coach. I picked up the mace, and and I haven't set it down. And what even what sparked that uh, fire for me even more so was on it when I took um, the foundations course, um, which was their. Their baseline course teach it, gets um, a kettlebell, steel mace, sandbag, um, clubs, and they teach you body weight. They get all of that into your hands in, in a matter of two days and teach you basically how to move with all of them and how to move your body um, optimally. And it's, it's such a beautiful certification. Like they, they kick ass. With yeah, dude, I gotta,
0: I gotta do the foundations one and the durability one. I, I was saying I was, I, I did a podcast with, um, Jay and Steph Rose from phase six, not too long yeah, ago. And yeah, I yeah, said yeah. that that was one of my goals this year to do is get down to Austin and do f- foundations and durability. So it's definitely on my list to do, but you know, you were saying about teaching, um, when you can have that impact and you can kind of give. Dude, I'll tell you from firsthand experience that what fuels me the most, Mm -hmm. like it is the most fulfilling thing to know that, you know, the stuff that I was taught or the stuff that you, that you were taught is kind of giving you an opportunity to excel in this life. Now to go around and, uh, and teach somebody else those types of things. And, um, you know, it seems like you have a great mindset and you're constantly learning and to teach people people to constantly learn and be open minded and have that mindset is so so important and that and that really is what fuels my work every single day because it doesn't matter how we're living our life through our you know we're teaching through our instagram you're teaching Mm -hmm. through your classes you're teaching through your workshops through this podcast it doesn't matter what facet we're doing it but we get to kind of keep giving and it's what is fueling this life of of mine for sure
1: Yeah, absolutely. All these, you know, all of these opportunities are platforms for me to um, reach more people, you know, and reach them in a, in a positive light and let them know that, hey, you know, if you are feeling out of place, if you are feeling like you need something different, you need something more, um, there are probably people out there that are doing the same, or there are probably people out there that you're going to resonate with. It's not that, um, you know, you feel alone with people. It's like, it's, you haven't found your people yet, you know?
0: Definitely. So let's, uh, let's bring this back a little bit. How, how did you first get into fitness? And then, uh, from there, can you transition to, uh, how you got in with on it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, fitness has always been a part of my life. Um, I've always been a very active kid. I grew up on 12 acres of land in grants, New Mexico. Which is a very small southwestern town, um, and so I did a lot of hiking. I had a huge imagination, so I was always pretending that I was, you know, uh, fighting dragons or being the dragon. So I was, I was always moving. You know, at home, I could, I just had all the energy in the world. Played the sports, did a little bit of soccer, loved basketball, was terrible at it.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. um, and then I turned thirteen. About thirteen, my dad was like, "Okay, we need to start getting you into the gym, teach you some weightlifting." So I did traditional, I did, you know, bench presses and barbell stuff, dumbbells, um, old school type workouts that, uh, my dad was super into. I remember the first time I went in with him, I about threw up. It was hilarious, uh, but I didn't. So I was very proud of myself. And my dad was also, um, a martial artist, you know, he mainly practiced wushu. Um, and so I learned a little bit from him. He never got too, too into, um, teaching me a lot of movements like I said I had a temper and he his philosophy was you need to master the mind before you can master the body so I I received a lot of martial arts training as far as the mind goes, like that samurai, the warrior's way. So I had a very disciplined mind when I was young. And I, I mean, I still do. It's just a little bit more of an open mind now. Um, so growing up in that in that very disciplined household and having going to the gym every single day. And then after that, I would go and open up our family's music store. And I was homeschooled. So I ran our music store while I did my schoolwork. And that was life for till I turned 18 and moved out and, um, you know, it was box gyms here and there, the UFC gym. And that's where I met Leo. Um, and shortly after that, he was working at another gym called fit studio. One of my girlfriends was his student and she said, Hey, come try this class of Leo's. It's a, a steel mace class. And I'd seen, you know, some of the people, um, playing around with the steel mace at the UFC gym. And, um, so I went, sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll come try the class freaking loved it I took the class signed up for a membership as soon as the class was over and kept taking classes for the next probably year off and on while I was in massage school Um, and then to fast forward a little bit you know I had a lot of changes coming up in my life I had um, you know the opportunity to do something more with my life and I realized hey this is a moment where you can make a big change and it's scary as all hell Um, but let's try it. You know, what have we got to lose? So I moved to Austin and this was after, uh, take having taken the foundation certification. This was about probably five, six months later after having taken it and met and met, you know, John Wolf and Shane Hines Mm -hmm. and, uh, got to see Isig from far off. Um, uh, Eric Milan, the, he was uh, at the time, the steel mace master coach. And God, I was like so starstruck with all of these people. And I remember going, dang, Isig's really tall. (laughs) (laughs) He's a huge guy. And, um, yeah, so I ended up taking the chance, packed up my car with, was with as much stuff as I could and moved to Austin and, um, signed up to start working out on it and, um, just kept with the due diligence of the training, received a couple more of their certifications and, um, started teaching more workshops with Leo, which was absolutely amazing. You know, I, um, My coaching has come a long way because of my coach. You know, it's been a mentorship for the past two, almost three years now. And, cool. you know, the way it's, it's, and it's more than just, okay. Um, we're talking about anatomy. We're talking about positions and transitions. You know, it's, it's an experience when you go to an audit certification, they make it an experience. It's a life changing thing, you know, clearly as I'm trying to describe and the same goes for what Leo and I do, you know, and that's because of how we've been impacted by this tool and this um, this system. And so, um, you know, with all of that, I got to meet a young man. His name is J.J. Pepper, and he is a black swan yoga instructor, and he designed the Hot On It classes. So Hot On It is what I teach,
0: cool. and it's a
1: body weight and steel mace class. And we is that just, new? Hot uh, On It? I, I'm not sure how, how new or how old it has been. It's always been familiar for me simply because ever since I moved to Austin, Black Swan has had hot on it. Um, so I want to say it's been at least a year, maybe two years. Um, that sounds
0: pretty awesome. God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Erin Furry actually teaches them as well. Oh, um, right, so. right, yeah. right, 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 yeah, right. So, um,
0: yeah. She does steal mace yoga now.
1: Uh, yeah, and she's crushing it over there Yeah, she's so, doing a great job. She's kudos 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 awesome. She's a, really, she's, a really,
0: she's a really cool individual.
1: Yes, she is. Um, yeah, I've had the chance to take a couple of her classes. so And I've had the honor of being taught by her. She certified me. Uh, her and Isik certified me for the its Steel Mace certification. So yeah, Isik's
0: a fucking beast, man.
1: Isik's <laughs> a yeah. beast. Yes, most, most definitely. All, the, all these Steel Mace people, you know, they're just like – Extra over the top, insane fitness gurus. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and you know what?
0: It's it's so cool because um, you know it's not like super huge, and all steel mace connoisseurs have kind of crossed paths in some way, shape, or form. You know? Yeah. And I think I think that's pretty awesome. And we were talking earlier. It's not. I mean, they've been around a long time right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, and then now they're just kind of coming back into being a little bit more popular, but they're still very, very like not well known to regular people. Right, you talk to people in schools and other gyms, like people do not know what the hell a steel mace is, you know? Yeah.
1: It's really, it's, it's an interesting conversation to be had when people, when I say that I'm a trainer and they ask, well, what do you teach? Because I primarily teach steel mace. And so, you know, if I, if I say, if I want to get into the conversation, I'll say, Oh, I, t- you know, I teach steel mason. What is that? And then it leads into the conversation of what it is, where it comes from, and, and all of what that.
0: Benefits? Um, why, yeah. Why do I use it? You yeah, know, what, exactly. You know, all
1: that stuff. you know, and that's, and that the beauty of um, so many different people getting a hold of the mace is like there, you just see all the different benefits of it because ESIC has a very, um, certain style and a certain way to use the mace. He designed this course and that's, and, and Steel Mace Flow essentially comes from that, you know, because he built this program and Leo and I learned this program and Leo just, you know, took it and ran from it. And that's the beauty of on it is they say, we get here, here, we're giving you some tools. We're giving you some toys and some ideas to play with. Now go, you know, go do you with it. And that's essentially exactly how Steel Mace Flow was born. It was, they gave a guy a mace, they gave him some education and said, go be yourself with it. And he did. And that's where it comes from, you know? So we have, we call, I guess you could call it like a hard style um, because it's very, um, it's a very well based foundation work. And you can build and build and build and build from that program that Isik has built. Um, and you can use it with a 10, a 15, a 20, 25. And it will kick your ass. And for the same, sure. you know, with with the steel mace flow, it's it's similar in that sense. It just has a little bit, in my in my opinion, a little bit more of an expressive outlet for it.
0: Definitely, very um, like dancey type style.
1: Yeah, and you know, and it's beautiful to watch all of these new artists come about because every single person has a different style. While we may be doing the same movement, um, their personalities are in it. You know, and that's where that flow state comes through is like we could be both be doing 360s and it looks completely different um, because your true self is shining through, you know. And then you dial it back and you look over and you have Rick Brown, Mr. Mace Man, the, you know, the guy. And you have Jake Shannon, who is the guy that made the mace bell, who brought the mace to America, essentially. And um, and that's the traditional style of swinging and you know, it's, it's just a beautiful world to be a part of and to to really, I really respect each and every single leader and person that is within the mace community. And, you know, going back to what we had started talking about is like me having the conversations with myself. And A, I had to recognize that I have a voice and I can and will use it. And what is my message? You know, what is my message specifically as a steel mace person and that message is I welcome any and all people that want to learn how to swing you know in whatever style you want to learn how to swing if you come to me and say hey I want to learn how to do 10 and 2s and 360s which is a swing type motion I got you you want me to design a workout that's going to kick your ass and you want to do it with a heavier weight well I got you because I learned from all of these people And you, or if you want to just sit there and express yourself, you want to learn how to dance with it, you want to come up with your own art style of flow with it. Well, I got you too. You know, I, I, I don't want to be ever be the person that's like, no, I don't do that. You know, unless I have a specific reason, unless I think it's going to hurt you. Um, then may you know, even then we will regress it. We'll find some foundation in that. You oh, know? sure.
0: And that's, the, and that's, the, here's the one part I'm really interested in, like the whole like restorative part of it and, mm-hmm. and also using it to, to train athletes and, yeah. you know, bringing out and, and uh, strengthening those imbalances that some athletes may have and really getting them to perform optimally because they're full functioning again and they're not having these imbalances that are limiting their performance in any way shape or form you know this For is sure. stuff that i'm trying to get into especially with you know i coach a, a girl's soccer team at the high school level and using these uh, unconventional methods and, and body weight movements and um like mobility durability style of exercise combining it with you know Heavier Olympic style lifting, sprints, yoga, breath work mm-hmm. to really just maximize the athlete's potential at the high school level and see how well this works. Cause I, one, one thing I've noticed in myself is that my athletic performance. Has gotten a lot better since I've been using these unconventional methods. And I was, you know, I'm just a regular athlete, but when I'm, you know, at 30 years old right now, I feel like I can kick my 24 year old's ass no problem. Best shape of my life easily.
1: <laughs> Most definitely. And, you know, as far as the corrective exercise goes, you know, that's something that I'm very extremely passionate about. Um, I'm a massage therapist and yeah. I'm, I'm currently in a mentorship um, learning more about uh, medical massage. And, um, I'm reading the book. You may have heard of it. It's called Anatomy Trains. and so I was ta- just
0: going to say
1: it. <laughs> it's, oh like, my you God. Read, so you, you know how. I
0: was, yeah. uh, a friend of mine was <laughs> talking about it on another podcast we had. I still, obviously, I still haven't read it and I need to get my hands on it, but it sounds like something that's very good when it comes to fascial lines and body reading and, and learning how to, you know, realign people.
1: Most definitely. And, um, For me, it's just been a mind-blowing thing of, um, holy crap, something's going on in my shoulder and it could be coming from my hip, you know? And so with all of that education, so I I work out of this clinic once a week and I have um, my my mentor, his nickname is Mr. Fix-It and he works with a lot of the roller derby teams here in town. So these girls are coming in really really messed up you know they're they're skating day in and day out and they're running into each other and knocking people down like it's a hardcore sport so roller, they have a le- roller
0: derby huh yeah
1: yeah so they have legit issues going on that they need to be remedied so two part two parts um of this wonderful mentorship that i'm in is he's teaching me you know his tricks of the trade and ed- and i'm getting this education and i'm also uh, in a way the, you know the, one of the girls was asking you know what what kind of exercise should i do or or what what can help me be more mobile and i'm like aha well i have this tool and i think it would be perfect for you and it's the steel mace so while i'm healing their body on a table i can heal them and teach and strengthen them and help these imbalances with a mace so i I've, I've just been sitting i have um like I have different conversations in my head. I have different uh, times where I, and how how I work with the mace, if you will. Ooh, I got tongue tied there. I got so excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's the strength aspect. There's yeah, the mobility down, aspect. A little
0: bit because that's interesting. I, I like I like where you're going with it because yeah. <laughs> like not only is this an unconventional tool that's unique, but you could use it in so many different ways. Now, Like you have a strength workout, you can have more of a yoga style mm-hmm. workout, you can have more of a corrective workout. So yeah, break that down. Well, like,
1: I mean, how cool is that? You have one tool that can do all of these things for you? Yeah, Mind blowing, freaking amazing. You know, and why would you want to limit this tool to one style? You know, so it's for me, it's just trying to train all aspects of it. Yeah. So yeah. strength for me, I mean, really, it starts at that basic level of, you're ripping or crushing the mace. So that's your activation point. Mm -hmm. And I can, I can grow from there. I can add more weight or I can choose to add more intention to what I'm doing, you know? So, um, there's your strength aspect. It's your intention and it's your weight. Where do you, and you can play in between that. Now for the mobility, I mean, it's, I like to, I like to regress and use the 10 or, and sometimes even a seven, depending on what I'm trying to do. Um, and right now, I'm look. I'm looking at. Um, I'm I'm going through actually a NASA corrective exercise program, as well. I've got I've got so many so many education programs going on right now. It's ridiculous. I'm well, it's so You're in trying it. To learn <laughs> what to yeah, and so trying to apply the MACE to that um, that sense, and then also understanding. Uh, Educating myself more in yoga and learning how to apply that, um, I think between the two of them, there's something. There's definitely something there, and just the the aspect of using the Mason general and getting people into multiplanar movement um, is something that uh, is beneficial in itself. Because most people don't necessarily, life hits us in 360 degrees, but we don't work out in 360 degrees, and that's somewhat puzzling to me. You know why? Yeah. I, because we should be training for what we do. I mean. An athlete trains specifically for what they do, right? And so, why shouldn't we train for life and the things that we do in life?
0: Dude, that's so so important. That's so important. It's like, uh, you know, Sebastian Maniscalco. It's like I saw this guy sprinting. It's like, what are we, what are we training for? You know, he makes that joke. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, like, but like, no, I know there are some people out there and everyone's going to train their own way, but, you know, they're training super heavy deadlifts and bench and squat yeah. and like, you know, like that's great and all that. But yeah, moving in multi-planes, these functional exercises really do make a difference in your everyday life. And that's what we're training for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and just to address the, the strength aspect with the mace, um, uh, yes, you can build muscles with a 10 pound mace. I've seen it happen. I've can. experienced. Uh, I, there's, you know, um, I try not to engage in social media arguments or battles or whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah. but whenever, but whenever I see someone getting put down for what they're doing, um, I'll jump in and say something because a, I want that person, the biggest thing I want that person to know, Hey, it's totally okay. If you want to do your thing, like be you who said, yeah. like, who who are they to judge you? And um, I had a a girl online, and she was uh, she was swinging her mace, and she was not necessarily even doing flow with it. I think she was just doing some switch and squats or something with it. And a and a guy had jumped on and was kind of putting her down about it. And uh, and I was like, well, why not? I was like, what's you know what's wrong with that? And it instantly turned into oh, you can't gain hyper, hypertrophy and this that and the other with it. You can't get uh, you can't get strong from a from a mace or from lightweight. And I was like, man, do you know how many Body weight people are gonna be pissed off with that comment <laughs> like do you know how many yogis would take offense to that like you know so it's just and it, it it comes down to define strength what are you what do you define as strong And you know and for him it's lifting a lot if you can lift you know 500 pounds that makes you strong yeah. i mean to me strength is um I look at functional strength. I look at being able to lift something, yeah, moderately heavy or heavy and still be able to uh, walk vertical after, you know, or the repetitiveness of high volume sports. I think it's fine if you're a CrossFitter or if you're training for... Like I said, for a sport, but for a person that's in everyday life, you don't need to be lifting that much. Um, or if you, I mean, if it's something that you're, if it's a hobby, if that's something that you are completely into, for sure, more power to you, but let's add something in there that keeps you safe and keeps you functional and keeps you mobile. So yeah,
0: that's so important because, you know, just your body is in that, that stressed out state when it's under all that weight all the time, you mm-hmm. know, and compression's
1: a motherfucker. Yeah. definitely.
0: <laughs> And that's not, that's not good long-term. Have you seen this uh, the Ronnie Coleman documentary, the most recent one that's out?
1: No. No. Okay, I'll have so to take a look at it.
0: You know who Ronnie Coleman is, right? The Mr. Olympia lightweight. Yes, hitter. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, he, he's considered amongst all the Mr. Olympias to be the best of all time. Like They talk okay. about Ronnie Coleman looking the best, the biggest, muscles on top of muscles or whatever. And now the dude is a cripple. Okay. Like yeah. he can't go anywhere without his. I mean, I'll do respect to Ronnie Coleman, greatest Yeah. Guy, but like my point is under constant uh, stress like that, leg press, back squats, you know, heavy bench, heavy mm-hmm. deadlifts all the time uh, over all those years, his mm-hmm. frame cannot keep up anymore. And now he needs crutches to go everywhere.
1: Yeah. And you know, and And, and any repetitive motion that you continue to do over and over and over again is going to take its toll, even with, even with the mace, you know, and that's, and that's where balance and harmony come in. Um, you know, and, um, I, I, I still train a little bit heavy. I, I still pick up a barbell. I still work with dumbbells and,
0: um,
1: now it's, but now it's different. You know, I don't look at it as, ah, oh, I have to go to the gym and I have to sit there and curl some dumbbells. Now I sit there and curl dumbbells with intention. I'm like, okay. And it, it's so nerdy of me. I'm like, all right, we're making sure the core is engaged and I'm like fully engaging. Is my, is my bicep activated? Is my tricep doing something? And it, it's just, it's a lot of fun to play that game and to really see what my body is capable of. And a lot of times that's just, um, that's what I go in and do. I'm like, today we're going to see what we're capable of or... Or today we're gonna see um, if th- I have um, I have issues with um, my left lat wants to turn off a lot you know? And so I'm like, all right, let's make sure this lat is activating or so on and so forth. Like I get really sciencey with it. And that's my job to do that. You know, yeah. as a trainer, sure. as a body worker, it's my job to know these things. So I can in turn do the same for my client and be like, Oh, your, uh, your butt's not turning on. We got to get it to turn on today. <laughs> Dude, that,
0: that, that's a great sign, man. Like great to hear you say that like people who work with you are lucky because, uh, to have that, your you know, to have that relationship with your own body is mm-hmm. great because that definitely translates from clients point of views and that can help them tremendously. So oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, so that's, dude, that's so fun. What a great conversation thus far. Uh, what are some of the other unconventional tools that you like using besides a mace?
1: Um, second to the mace, my favorite tool, uh, would be an actual tool would be the kettlebell. Yeah. Um, God, yeah. I yes, I I recently completed my um on it kettlebell certification. Cool. And I am so stoked that we're we have kettlebells for Black Swan Yoga now because I get to flex my kettlebell knowledge.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: You know, it's I mean it's a different it's a different type of load to carry. I mean, it's it's always close to your body versus mm-hmm. the mace can get a little bit further away from your body. And so, I mean, I've followed um, Eric Leha and Francesca Martinez for an extremely long time. And, um, you Peace. know, they both... Yes, absolute freaking beast. And the way they move with the kettlebell is insanity, Yeah, you know, and I, right. I think it's it's a very beneficial tool that can teach a lot. Um, you know, you see so many people start off with swings, cleans and snatches and stuff and it's like, Whoa, you're doing this, you're doing, yeah, that's great. But that's what everybody does. Like this tool is so it's another tool that's in my opinion, underestimated, um, yeah. And so I'm really excited to showcase. I'm actually going to do a kettlebell workshop. Awesome. Yeah. um, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I am to be, I'm going to be completely vulnerable and honest. I'm scared shitless.
0: (laughs) Yeah, dude. Let 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 the let the flow take over. You got yeah, that? Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. You know, and all all the the way I break fitness down these days is like you program the body first, and then you were just adding a feedback tool to it. All these tools are a barbell, a steel mace, a kettlebell, uh, steel clubs, just a feedback tool for me to understand where my body's leaking power or where I need to strengthen and what's going on and how my structure does under that load, under pressure. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you get your if you get your structure downright, And if you understand the functionality of your own body, you're probably going to be fine. Um, and then that's where you get to play with, um, lightweight or heavyweight somewhere in between, but yeah, the, I mean, the kettlebells, the shit. So <laughs> definitely,
0: definitely. here's a question. Um, how do you get clients, um, to understand the mindset and, or change their mindset behind a, a journey, a, a fitness journey? Altogether, right? If they're coming in saying, you know, I want to be 15 pounds lighter and I'm, they're constantly checking the scale. Like, do you have a protocol for, uh, building a different mindset or approach when it comes to a fitness journey with clients?
1: Yeah. Um, a package what they need and what they want. And that, that journey, the journey of changing their mindset is extremely slow and it's extremely, um, not in their face. You know, um, I have a saying, especially I have a couple of students that come in and they will be killing it in class. And I'm so happy, so proud of them. Form's looking good. And, and I can tell they're struggling and they know when to take time to rest. And um, after class, I'm like, yeah, good job. Good job. You did great. And they're sh- they shake their head and they look down, they're like, oh, I did terrible or da, 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 da. And I'm like, well, you know, from my end, you were looking pretty great. I'm like one rep at a time, one step at a time is the thing. I start class. I start my classes with a mantra or a saying, or I say, set your intention, or sometimes I'll set the intention for them. And then I end with a mantra, something to empower them to come back or to give them, you know, um, to give them a little bit of like, yeah, I did good. Make somebody smile. I I always say that um, two things I can guarantee in my class, I'm going to make you sweat and I'm going to make you smile. And I'm going to make, and I'm going to encourage you to keep going. I always say you, you did the hard work. You did the hard part. You showed up. You got your butt here at noon. Cause I've been doing noon classes. You got 45 minutes with me. I'm taking the lead. I got you, you know, and it's, it's constant reinforcement of positivity, whether it's in a, the class setting is the hard one, you know, because it's, you've got, 10 to 20 people right in front of you it's like how do i get all these people motivated and how do i make their day a little bit better and give them give to empower each and every single one of these persons so that's where those mantras come in um for example one of them that i used what' I'm, uh one of them I use is the struggle you're in today is developing the strength you need for tomorrow, you know, or pain yeah. that pain you feel, or you you feel that pain, and they're like, yeah, 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 my legs I'm kill, I'm dying here coach'm i like yeah that that is the process elimin uh of eliminating weakness, you know and um yeah. so it's it's bit by bit, and getting them to understand the power of talking positive to themselves you know there's those times where talking negatively if you will or soft talk or a negation come in handy uh, where it's like don't you freaking quit you know when you want to set that weight down are you is it because it hurts like you're injured or is it hurt like we're growing something, you know, and so give, giving yourself that swift kick, little kick in the ass is totally fine, um, but bring it in with a, you know, yeah, I am strong. The, the term I am followed by something is so powerful, you know, and if you can get a person to say that, I am strong, just as an example, say your, say that once a day, every single day and say it a little bit slower and say it soft. I am strong you know and and every person's going to be different and that's the beauty of being a coach is you're part coach part therapist and you don't, yeah, and and sure. they don't you're even realize it yeah exactly like we're going on a ride together and that's the other thing is letting them know you're not alone dude that person right next to you they're struggling just as much or and and i'm the same way when i get in my workout i struggled too i didn't get here by not struggling if anything i struggled harder than anyone in my opinion, to get here, and that's our own journey, and that's the beauty of it. Revel in the freaking struggle of it, um, because that the more you struggle, the better the reward of getting to where you want to be is yeah. gonna be. You yeah. know,
0: I was uh, I was, you know, I, I coach uh, girls soccer, like I was saying, and it was a, a week where we started off on a really good win, a good note, and then we got humbled really quickly in the next game, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I'm trying to. Like think about my emotions through the through the, the whole week. And uh, I said to myself, you got to love the moments of despair. And when we get mm-hmm. our asses kicked, just as much as you love the moments when you win big and yeah. win a big game, you know, because mm-hmm. they each impact you in, in a different way. And hopefully you can learn something from both moments. And uh, it's fun. It's a fun process. To Mm -hmm. get going from one point to the next point and no matter what it is that you're doing in life whether you're coaching a team or you're you're trying to get in better shape or you're trying to get a promotion or you know whatever it is it's uh, it's the process that we gotta to to enjoy learn to enjoy anyway and, uh, that's what we get from working with steel maces. That's what we get from doing mantras and breath work and yoga and stretching and, you know, having a goal and having a positive mindset. So let's, let's wrap this up with what's, what's next for, for you, Serena, steel, steel mace gypsy and, uh, your business and, and on it and steel mace flow, like what's next for you? What do you want to do?
1: Oh man, what's next for me? Um, pro- more than likely, um. More private training sessions for people, more one on one, so I can build an army of steel mace flow artists. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean really, it's just um, enjoying where I'm at right now, enjoying the process of being right exactly where I want to be. I've got cool. four. I'm going to have four classes a week, which is great. Like the the build up and the process of getting to being where I'm at right now is is amazing. Um, more private clients. More bodies on my table, and then um, you know I'm I'm slowly but surely building a brand, you know, and it's definitely you are. Um, it's it's uh, I'll let you know what it's called. <laughs> I'm, I have I actually haven't told anyone this. I, well, wanna call I it
0: I was referring to like Steelmate Gypsy, like your your uh, your yeah. Instagram and everything. That's definitely a, a, a brand building. I
1: yeah, mean, it's, it's, it's Gypsy apocalypse. State of Mind. That's you awesome. know, it's, 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 it's kind of my mind frame. And, um, I, I think I want to get more into you know, that mindset training. I ha- it's been such a pivotal thing for me. I took a program, um, called the strong coach okay. and that is, that's what changed my life. It was, uh, it's, um, I don't know if you know who Mike Bledsoe is, Mm-hmm. Um oh man, you gotta look him up on Instagram or look up the strong coach. Um so Mike I'm designed it down
0: right now, see if I can get him on the podcast.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Mike actually has his own podcast too. He did uh Barbell Shrugged. Oh and cool. then he had um and then he did his own podcast called the Bledsoe Show, or he still does that one. Mike
0: too. Bledsoe, you said? Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. And he's the and, st-
0: the strong coach. What is he? What is he called?
1: Um, it's called The Strong Coach. The strong coach. So they're um their slogan, if you will, is guiding coaches to their greatness. I probably butchered that. But essentially along the lines, it's a development course for coaches. Um, and in my opinion, I don't even think you need to be a coach to take it, uh, to receive benefit from it. Um, when I, When I took it, it was last... June I believe and it was their beta group uh, so it was only a four week program and I think now it's a 12 or 16 week program and it is absolutely amazing you know we talk about um, the basics of business and marketing but they start off with the mindset breathing um, solid talk versus soft talk all of the good stuff and um, you know that just gave me the it gave me the framework to progress as a human as a business as a, or as an entrepreneur and as a coach, um, it was a, you know, a three part thing for me. And, um, ever since then I've, it just stoked the fire and, cool. um, and, and I to and that's, and I want to do that. You know, I want to be able to be that person that, um, I, that's a mentor, you know, I love helping people and that's the goal of, of life is just to help people. Um, but it's easy to say, Oh, I want to help people. Right. Yeah. Harder question is, how are you going to yep. help people? Where and then do I, you add value? Yeah, exactly. Where, yeah, where do you where do you fit into this grand scheme? And um, and when you figure out how you're going to do it, then you have to figure, or you then you get to lay the the um, the groundwork for all of that as well. And sure. so, asking asking questions is a really great way to figuring out the answers of what you're going to do for all of this. You know, it's like, if I don't know how to do it, I'm going to figure out how to do it step by step by step by asking a question that leads to another question that leads to another and leads to the freaking answer. You know, that's all I've been doing with all of this stuff. It's like, well, I didn't necessarily know how to, um, you know, do public speaking. I just kept doing it and kept messing up and kept, getting better and better and better at it. You know, podcasts, the thought of doing a podcast would terrify me. <laughs> I was like, because I do this thing where I get really excited and I still do it now, I just embrace it. I'm like, huh, that's part of who I am. I get so excited and I tend to ramble or I'll stutter so much. And I'm like, fudge, oh, I, I did it again. And yep. I'm like, you know what? That's okay. Cause I'm human. It's part of who I am. And exactly. it's, example, it's an example for other people. My biggest message that I want to get across is, you're not normal you're not weird you're not anything but who exactly who you should be and that is perfect
0: yep dude so. amen let's uh let's <laughs> right there that's perfect <laughs> yeah
1: mic drop <laughs>
0: yeah mic drop. So, uh, where can people find you if they want to hear more of uh serena steel Mace gypsy
1: at steel Mace gypsy on instagram is going to be the best place to find me
0: bingo and i will link to that in the show notes and and that was it serena thank you so much this one is gonna get put out uh (laughs) it's not gonna be lost knock on wood and uh dude great time thank you so much i
1: got to have a few great conversations with you it's awesome yeah for sure
0: that was that was definitely a great conversation you're you're a great person you uh you, s- you, you seem like you're a fucking awesome trainer and you got the right mindset and you're going to keep growing. Uh, you're going to keep learning new things. And I'm glad to, to kind of, you know, uh, get to pick your brain a little bit and take some of that vibe from you. Appreciate Hell it. yeah.
1: A community that flows together, grows together.
0: Love it, dude. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. All right, everybody. Peace. And that was it, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. A community that flows together, grows together. It's a great way to kind of end that conversation. It's, it's, a, it's kind of what I want to do, uh, essentially, is teach people about the mace and grow a community of people that are working with this tool that will hopefully help them move better, feel better, right? It's better to feel better and enjoy life more times than it is not to. Ja feel. I want to thank Serena for coming on the show it was a great conversation reach out to her follow her on Instagram at steel mace gypsy she knows her stuff with the mace she's definitely uh, expresses it in a unique way and it's, it's awesome it shows what kind of person she is who she is in a way and uh, you really got to get, know her a little bit in this podcast awesome so Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. This was fun. This was a fun one. Uh, check out my Instagram, Danny Cole Fitness. Check out Action Coffee, drinkaction.com right now. Promo code Danny at checkout, 12% off your order of amplified MCT-infused coffee. Check it out. Check out wellvibesorganic.com right now. If you're interested in CBD, getting your brain in a more relaxed, parasympathetic state. WellVibesOrganic.com Right now use promo code Danny at checkout For 20% off your first order And then Formula Nootropics Get yourself on a nootropic That will help you get into that flow state That rhythm Feeling fluid And awesome and great Throughout the day The best that you can be Physically, mentally engaged Focused GetMyFormula.com Promo code Danny Cola Fitness for 20% off your first formula stack. Give it a shot. What do you got to lose? Thank you, everybody.